We are live and back for another week of the Sports Thought Process Show. Good, good evening. evening, good people. Good evening. How y'all doing? All right. What we got for the people tonight? Uh, for the people tonight, you know, we got we week zero of college football. We got going into the final week of the preseason. Uh, we had a little uh, soccer action here in Nashville. We got women out there on the track, you know, breaking records. It's going to be a, you know, just a quite fun, interesting recap over the past week. Um, now, obviously, here in Nashville, you know, we're going to take a moment to, to, to keep it local and celebrate the exciting moment that took place here in Nashville over this past weekend. It was messy mania when we got off the show uh, last week. Uh, come, I think it was Tuesday when it was, uh, was it Tuesday Monday? Nevertheless, messy mania has been hyped up uh, going into Saturday. And I will now... Uh, take this moment to give Moses the floor to get, he is our resident soccer uh you know expert so we're gonna allow Moses the opportunity to break it all down how did this thing end yeah. you know it was one one how did Miami end, end up winning t- t- catch us up Moses oh my goodness you're right you're right um uh you're right Celeste I will just go ahead and say Saturday was insane with a capital I it was just so much going on. I got down there probably around four o'clock. The game didn't start till eight, but there was a lot going on already. There was tents set up. There was people on the corners. There was people charging $100 a park. They usually charge $40 a park in their lots. It, it was, everybody was capitalizing on the messy menu. And it was indeed a spectacle. Um, there was a lot of pink jerseys in there, which was the Miami team colors. And there was a lot of Nashville SC folks down there as well. Um, it did live up to the height. I mean, you had Reese Witherspoon in the building. You had Giannis. In that was that saw Giannis. You had uh, David Beckham in the building. Yeah, they suspected he would be here. You had Landon Donovan in the building. And that's just what I know. I'm sure there was way more people in the building. It was sold out. It was everything that you could have imagined. Um, Did you get to see Giannis in in person or you just knew he was there? I, I had, I didn't get to see him like close up. I just uh, saw him from a distance. Um, I just wonder uh, if he looks as, as massive, you know, yes, in person. He, he, he is massive. Yes, he is. He got to kick the ball. He, he You know, he's part owner of the National uh-huh. along with Derrick Henry. And he, um, he, he yeah, he's massive. Um, soccer, I'm going to just tell him to stick to basketball. Soccer probably <laughs> but But it was just good to have him in the building. I mean, it was sold out. It was, there was just people everywhere. Like, it was crazy, you know. I have to, um, I did a little little ranking of, like, just Nashville sports, just since, you know, I'm from Nashville. So, just the things that I've been able to participate in um, since sports-wise, that since I've been, you know, a resident and, um, top these are the top three things in my opinion now somebody well I'll just tell you my top three I have to put this experience as number one only because the goat I I was telling my friends earlier I didn't I I didn't I didn't get to see Jordan I didn't get I ain't got to see LeBron I ain't even got to see Tiger. I ain't got to see Djokovic. I ain't got to see Federer. I ain't got to see Venus. I ain't got to see nobody on that level. But I got to see this dude, and he is the real deal. He's the real deal. The goal, it, for, for those people that don't really know much about soccer, the, the goal he scored was, was crazy. Was crazy. Left, you know, he's left-footed anyway. But still, 
the level of difficulty that he kicked that ball off, and it wasn't like it dribbled in. It was like a corner shot, which are hard to make. And he 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 could have scored a second goal and just hit the crossbar, whatever, or the, the goalpost. It hit the goalpost. So he every time he touched it, you were you were just like, oh my God, what is he gonna do? Now I will say the goal ended up in a tie. I mean the, the match ended up in a tie at the end of regulation, which I was thinking maybe they would play 15 or 30 more minutes and then go to penalty kicks, but they went straight to penalty kicks. And even that was a spectacle because they just kept hitting. NSC missed one, but the kicks kept going. And then it came down to the goalies. Uh, Miami's goalie hit his goal and the NSC goalie missed. And once the NSC goalie missed, that was it. And that's how they won. So it's just tough when you lose that way. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, it was a draw. So, but damn, it's just the way the cookie crumbles. And it's tough because it, it was just good for the city, like I say. So if I was ranking, I'd rank that one. I would rank the NFL draft two. Um, and I want to be a prisoner moment. NFL draft two, and then the Predators making it to the Stanley Cup Finals three. Um, because no, not Celeste. You weren't downtown when they was in the finals. Look, them Jokers had Broadway closed down. No, and- I'm not saying it because of that. Are you talking about based on moments that you've been able to attend, or just? Yes. To- Okay. Yes, I wasn't. I wasn't there for the Music City Miracle, which was thrown in my face today, and yes. I wasn't there. I, I I was listening to it, but I wasn't in the Titan Stadium when that happened. Yeah. Um, I and, wasn't either, but I still would rank that prop for me. That regardless, it would still be the biggest moment for me in Nashville sports history. And that, but and I won. get it. Yeah, and, but I get and they it. won the game, so I get that they they won that game even though they went on to the Super Bowl that year and lost. I just left that game being a little bit disappointed because NSC didn't win. Mm. And as far as the city of Nashville and sports in general, we can't seem to ever get over the hump, is my thing. We we lost the Super Bowl. We lost that Stanley Cup final. We lost the, the uh, League's Cup. We lost that. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies haven't done nothing. So as far as the state of Tennessee, you know, you know I guess you count UT. UT won a national championship in 1998. It, we just haven't had a lot of championships. Yeah, you know, yeah. In this area. So that makes it tough. But nevertheless, it was it was great for the city. That thing was rocking. Yeah. Place was packed. Yeah, um, when or just from watching it on TV because I did see him score. I didn't see the Nashville score because I was asleep by then. But just hearing the crowd erupt on TV, like, it was just and I, other people, you know, just kind of have that same, you know, thought. It's crazy and not just here in Nashville, but wherever he goes, the way that the uh, that the fans, even the home team, just goes crazy when he scores his first you know, goal. And I mean, I do agree all in all. I, I don't think, you know, in, in this current day and time, I don't know that we've had an athlete uh, to bring about that much excitement, uh, you know. Because the Super Bowl was great. It just was in Atlanta, I want to say. Like, yeah. it wasn't here. It like, was. It wasn't. It wasn't here. So that's why I have to, like, rank it that high because – you had somebody, and it was for something. It wasn't just a regular season game. Yeah, this was for something. Now he's gonna come back next year, and it might not be the. It's gonna. He's still gonna draw people, but uh-huh. it won't be the same level of anticipation. So, um, yeah, Nashville. You know, and then and the thing of the, another thing about this whole experience was the the amount of media that was here, the amount of hoopla. I mean people everywhere and I had access to go to see some stuff that the average fan wouldn't have got to see but like it was just crazy 
I just, I was tired. I got home at 1 a.m. And I'm still paying for it. I know you said you went to a concert yesterday, slept. I'm still tired. My knees hurt. And it just, just from all that walking that I did and just standing up and just, but it, it, like I say, it was good for the city. And like, I think Nashville got a lot of international attention because there were so many eyes on, mm-hmm. on Nashville. That and game. that was one of the other reasons why some people were arguing that this moment probably is the biggest moment in sports history for Nashville. Because, yeah, you had the Predators, you know, to go on a Stanley Cup run. You had the Titans to do what they do. But that's not getting, you know, the national, worldwide attention like a soccer, uh, you know, will. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. it was shouts out, you know, to, to Nashville SC. They'll have a chance in a couple of weeks to go down there and play them when they get back into the regular season, you know, play to try to get their, uh, you know, revenge, uh, you know, so to speak. But, um, yeah, I, I, and I think it's great, too, when you have these moments, although you don't have the average, you know, just person, especially in America, is not necessarily a soccer fan. But I do like these moments, just if you're a sports fan, when you have one player that attracts so much attention that, like, forces you to pay attention to just see because I'm sitting up here watching it and I'm just sitting up here like okay why do they have a coach do they run plays in soccer why can they just go out what is the point of the big circle if they can go back and forth across so I'm like okay well now I gotta educate myself just a little bit on soccer since you know we got a little something and mainly more so since we have a local team as well uh you know I do want to get to a game obviously I don't see myself just being this pro big soccer fan but all in all i do agree moses it was definitely great uh you know for the city and uh you know hopefully we can um get over this hopefully one of these teams can get us over the hump and get us a just uh, win something yeah. win something to say we are a champion of yeah. something we are a champion of something we yes. we already come up short it's just it's so frustrating so but you know hopefully they can finish up the MLS season strong because they do have a pretty good team. And I think, you know, soccer has some different rules and it's it can be hard to grasp. Um, it's almost like hockey in a sense where you have offsides and like you can't just, you just can't, you just can't stand on the other side of the field and get the ball kicked to you like a fast break and then score an easy goal. Like mm-hmm. you have to be in a certain area when that ball is kicked and your defender has to be within a certain amount of space of you in order for you to get the ball and and, and try to score. So, so yeah, it was, like I say, it was just good. It was a good experience. I I, I will always cherish that moment. Um, And, and, you know, it's crazy how there was a Titans preseason game on that night and I was falling a little bit and I know that the Titans won, but it really did take a backseat to that game yeah. on on Saturday. It did, and it and it and, and it was preseason. Now, if it's a regular season game, I don't know if it would taking a backseat, but you just had people torn. But but you know, preseason, you know, it is what it is. So. Yeah. Well, we appreciate that soccer breakdown <laughs> and uh, switching gears to get into a little bit of. Uh, as we're talking about, you know, the Titans and of course, as you said, we still had week two going on, um, week two wrapping up here. Winding down this here preseason, uh, getting into the final week, the Titans will be uh, at home for their final preseason game, playing against Brown's lovely uh, Patriots. But um, one of the headlines that kind of uh, just came out a couple hours ago in football news, because I'll Ultimately, the preseason we've talked about, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, but it's been great to see, I think, from a Titans perspective, just to see a, a, a bit of a battle, uh, you know, at the quarterback to see who's going more obviously for a backup, not not the starter. But some breaking news is we've been told per Adam Schefter is that the Indianapolis Colts have informed Jonathan Taylor that he has their permission to seek a trade. Uh, should he uh, so uh, do so this is going to be interesting uh, you know because we went from Ursay saying that 
he was not being traded. Um, and they were not, uh, there were, well, I think more, he may have specifically said there are no plans to trade him. So obviously maybe with Taylor coming, coming on back to reporting the training camp, maybe they were able to be level-headed and have a conversation. Who knows? But I think this is, this is quite interesting, you know, because of course we saw last week where they have already named Anthony Richardson, the starter uh, at quarterback. So I don't know without Jonathan Taylor at running back. I don't know. This Indianapolis coach situation is definitely going to get real interesting. What's you? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, very, very interesting. You know, I saw that um, uh, on the ticker later this evening as well. Um, didn't know that that had transpired, but yeah, I mean, you know, they always say um, that a young rookie, especially a rookie quarterback. The, the 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 perfect sit scenario for that per, for that quarterback is a good running game and if that dude ain't there then it just makes to me life harder for Anthony Richardson so we'll see you know my thing you know I've always said this with the with these running backs like if these owners don't think this they're valuable then just cut them like you cut everybody else cut them if you don't think they worth anything, cut them and see what they can get on the open market. You know, Jonathan Taylor is, he's probably not even 24 yet. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's probably like 20, you know, being his prime. And it's just, you know, not fair the way he's being treated. But, you know, see what he can do. Um, we'll see. But I did have a question for you, Celeste, with, you know, I know the Titans took a back seat, but like, the Titans won. They actually won the game on Saturday, and Malik Richardson, from what I understand, showed up. Yeah, Malik Willis. So, um, how do you feel about him and his performance? And you know, is is I Levis- definitely think that you know, unfortunately, Levis with his you know injury and not being able to play, um, it definitely gave Willis an opportunity by him playing the entire game. It gave him an opportunity to say, hey, look, I ain't going to let y'all just dismiss me, you know, as a as a valuable backup. I, I think that, you know, looking at him this year in comparison to the games that he was thrown in last year, <clears throat> excuse me, I think he's definitely, you can tell that he settled down some. I, I remember one of the things that my daddy always said who played quarterback out at TSU, you know, one of the things that he said as a quarterback and professional people said too, that the game, and not necessarily just for a quarterback, but just anybody that gets to that professional level, the game has to slow down for you. And ultimately that just kind of means that you kind of have to be able to understand what's going on and knowing how to react and when to react. And you can tell that this year that he's put in some work. And I think that he's, made it hard you know for the titans to just to be able to for sure be like okay yeah we drafted levis at this position we're gonna go with him uh so and i and i'm and i'm happy for him even regardless of where he ends up i think he has shown enough improvement to where you can count on him for a couple of plays if you need to or if you need for him to step in for a game or so i think that he's shown that you can count on him and it's not going to turn into uh, a disaster so I'm, you know, obviously curious to see what decision they make. Is he going to be the two? Are they going to keep a third one? You you just never know. I'm inclined to think that they will. Uh, but uh, I'm, I like the progress he's made. Yeah, he's definitely been in the bag. He's been, he's been in the lab. I'm sorry. He's been in the lab working. He can see improvements. And I was hard on him last year. I ain't going to lie. A lot of people were. <laughs> but, um... I do like the fact that he's been working to get better. And I personally think the Titans should keep three. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't know what you have with Levis. And at least this dude will have a second year of experience, Uh which means a lot. That NFL game is fast, man. They think, man, people can just walk into the league. Yeah. Like, he he was at Liberty. Liberty, yeah. I mean, Liberty, I don't know how many NFL players he faced at Liberty. <laughs> right, you know, who were they playing? He had a great season, but like, the NFL, man, is is serious, man. It's, uh, being a quarterback in the NFL, man, I always heard the phrase where you, 
have to throw your receiver open. You can't just see him open and then throw it because the, the closing speed of these DBs and these safeties mm-hmm. and linebackers, it's just different. The grown men at that game. level. Yeah, it's some grown yeah, men. It's the speed of the game. And, and I heard I heard um, Lane Bishop talking about it today, you know. I know a lot of people, a lot of um, starters don't really play in the preseason and say what you want about that. But, like, he said you can't simulate game speed in practice. You just can't. The only way you get better is if you're out there taking live shots. Like, you just got to be live. And you know the the team on the other end has dudes that's trying to get after you and or trying to make the team. So they're gonna be going hard in the preseason game. Yeah. So so I do agree with that. And then I, I understand as a coach, you know, you don't want your player getting hurt and then they questioning you why you play him and all this. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. Um Yeah, I agree. But- I definitely think within the first, you know, several years, uh, even if you have reached starter status, I, I think that it's still important to get out there in the preseason. But I think, you know, as we know in sports these days, especially the main two with basketball and football, uh, these guys are really into, you know, trying to protect their body. So on one hand, you know, you do kind of have to respect it, especially in football, because, you know, they're the ones that's out there taking the hits or delivering the hits. Uh, so you understand it, but that is definitely one thing that Blaine has spoke about, uh, you know, for a while, for several years, and just how not liking the fact that these guys aren't playing in the preseason. And we don't have to play the entire game, you know, but just get out there and just get the feel. Because I think what we tend to see is it usually takes them to about week four or five before you see a lot of teams really get into rhythm of it and it's just like you know then on the back end of the season those first four or five games that you were kind of trying to feel yourself out could as far as from a record perspective can come back to haunt you so I, I, I that's definitely like I said something you know that I agree but we shall um this we're going to be watching this, this Jonathan Taylor situation and seeing how that goes but speaking of playing, I heard Aaron Rodgers is playing this weekend. Yeah. He's yeah. playing for the first time in the preseason in like five years, they say. He's uh-huh. playing. Yep. So I saw that as well. I mean, I saw I've seen Derek Carr play. I've seen Patrick Mahomes play. I've seen um um Tua Tua play the other night. Um I've seen um I haven't seen Deshaun. I haven't seen Burrow. Of course, Burrow probably gonna play. Um, I even saw Josh Allen in the game. Um, I haven't seen Lamar at all. I haven't seen Deshaun. Um, yeah, it's just. I guess it just depends on the coach. I mean, but can't wait to get this last preseason game out of the way. Browns, uh, Patriots come to town um, to play these Titans and. Who knows? You think Tannehill will play on uh, Saturday? I mean, Friday. Friday. The game's on Friday. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Um, so who's playing quarterback? Will Levis? Um, I, I think he may be expected to be back because I don't think it was something where he was supposed to be out a while. I think him sitting out this past week was, from my understanding, a little bit more precautionary. Uh, so you don't really kind of know because, of course, Trying to get information out of Mike Vrabel, especially when it comes to injuries, it's like trying to get blood, you know, from a turnip. So, uh, good luck. Uh, now, from a college perspective, we are slowly uh, getting into some like to call week one. I mean, week zero a joke because ultimately, it's kind of what is week zero? What what does that really mean? And And what little bit of digging that I was kind of able to gather, week zero is about teams that have to travel this large distance and to kind of more so give some of the smaller schools an opportunity to be in the spotlight. Uh, One of the big games, though, going into this uh, week is uh, Navy versus Notre Dame, 
which will be taking place over in Ireland. So I'm pretty sure that that's going to uh, be something. I don't know that I'll watch it. I never really get into week zero because I can't necessarily say that they've ever just had this matchup that kind of makes you like, oh, you know, okay, great. But I remember last year Vanderbilt went over to Hawaii and actually, crazy, oddly enough, they'll be here this year and Vanderbilt, their stadium is under renovation and it will not be ready. And they are playing at Pearl Cone, which is a local high school. Now, I am a Pearl Cone Firebird and I love my school, but I'm kind of not understanding how was it that Pearl Cone became the location when you have Montgomery Bell Academy that is a college campus down the road and around the corner from Vanderbilt. I just don't understand how is it that Pearl Cone became a became the destination for this but imagine coming from you know Hawaii coming to support your school and you end up at a high school football stadium <laughs> just a regular high school football stadium you know because this is not like Texas you know we're down in Texas I think about every high school football stadium is that of a, of a college you know, stadium because we know what goes on down there in Texas in football, but mm. oh yeah, my so. god, Claire. I thought I knew Vanderbilt was playing Hawaii and I don't know why I thought that game was in Hawaii. It's not, it's here. Nah. Yeah. At yeah. Procon. Yes. <laughs> wow. And like I said, I love my school. I, I really, really do. But I don't know that this is obviously, it's not like this is going to do something for the school. I'm just more so thinking about it from a fan perspective because it's not like the football stadium is, if I had to choose, I would have been like, I would have rather played over here at NBA. I've been to NBA Stadium. Mm-hmm. A lot nicer than, than Pearl Cone. So that was quite interesting. But yeah, we got Z- week zero taking place. And then we no. get into... The only reason that folks are gonna watch so that's it's real football. It ain't no yeah. preseason. Yeah. This game count. There ain't that many on the win loss column. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, people gonna watch. It's Notre Dame. People gonna watch Notre Dame because it's Notre Dame. Yeah. So. And Navy. And I don't get into the whole Army Navy. A big you know game that takes place later on in the season. But I know a lot of people obviously definitely do like that as well the army and the navy so i think probably out of all the games that will definitely be the biggest the biggest one but then we next week though is when it really starts to to get fun i'll say for some you know you have obviously mtsu because these first couple of games in the in the season you know they're just kind of can be gimme games depending on which you know who who you're playing now obviously MTSU going down to will be going down to uh, Tuscaloosa for week one now down in Tuscaloosa there appears to be a bit of a quarterback controversy now the Blue Raiders stunned the nation last year when they upset those Miami Hurricanes so I don't know. Maybe the Blue Raiders got a little more in them. Maybe they gonna go down to Tuscaloosa and <laughs> and, and 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 stun the world. Who knows? I probably will not be at the game. But you know, shouts out to those that are going. I would like to go because regardless, it is a University of Alabama, and anytime you can get down there just to be in that atmosphere, uh, I think it's still something worth being a part of. But uh, are you going to the game, Moses? You know, I'm still on the fence. Um, I don't know. Bro. I feel like I know what the outcome's gonna be. Um, don't know if I'm gonna drive all that way to see a beatdown. I mean, I don't know. We're still in the air. Um, while you on who MTSU's playing the first week. You know who them TSU Tigers are putting in their front three? Notre Dame. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just <laughs> talking about Notre Dame. Yep. 
Yeah, because my uh, parents, of course, are going as, as TSU alumni. They were trying to get me to come up there and go with them, but I'm not, I don't think that I'm interested. I wouldn't mind, of course, that's another campus that is just like, hey, if you got the opportunity to go and just to say that you've been on the campus of Notre Dame, I mean, why not? But I don't know that I'm really feeling that either. Uh, so who knows? It may be a, I've been known to get in my car and strike out driving and uh, last minute, but so who knows? I, I may just last minute decide to attend either one of those games, but college football, I think, especially in the SEC, but I think in general, it's going to be really, really interesting this year uh, because, you know, you do have the, the this phase that Alabama is in, and granted, I don't think it's a matter of counting Alabama out because at the end of the day, until otherwise proven, Nick Saban is still Nick Saban, and you ultimately feel like he's going to put a good product out there on the field. But I think I heard something to where something along the lines where it said that Georgia, I think for the first time in the Kirby Smart era, that I think they may be the preseason favorites to win the SEC. It was something along that lines, which is actually kind of, you know, kind of a little shocking because I would have thought going into last season that they would have been the preseason favorites to win the SEC. But if that's what the, the stat was, but I think this year, to be honest, there's just a lot because I think when you look at Ohio and Michigan, I don't necessarily think that you can just say that for sure one of those are going to be on top. And then even with the, within the SEC, you know, is Texas A&M going to be good this year? Maybe. I think there's a lot to where I think college football going into this season, because a lot of teams seem to be a little bit more a lot of the teams that we like to talk about seem to be a little bit more on the even playing field. I'm going to say, obviously, without the exception of Georgia, because Georgia is on that mission at three-peat. And, I mean, hey, I think it's it's hard to do, never been done, but I think that they are highly capable, you know, or, of doing it. Or it hasn't been done since, like, the 40s. Like, oh, you can't. It's been done before, but it was, I don't even think who, who it was. It was <laughs> I mean, back then. Yeah, they're on a mission to possibly three-peat. They did decide on their quarterback last week. They named the starter. I can't think of his name. Um, he did back up um, the quarterback last year, Bennett. Um, Stetson Bennett. So, I mean, I just know that they're loaded. Um, I'm glad Jamel's not on here now, so he can't blow it <laughs> But they're loaded. They're loaded on defense yeah. and offense. They got they got offensive firepower. All that quarterback needs to do is just drive the car. Don't wreck it, in my opinion. Because they got talent for days. They got a tight end. It's gonna probably be a first round pick amongst the slew of. They just they're just deep. Um, but. You, you got to play these games, you know. You just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I am excited about what could possibly happen. I mean, LSU, they say LSU ain't going to yeah. be right. Um, you know, you never know what Lane has got cooking over there. Um, yeah. You can't just give anybody anything. You know, UT plays, um, they play a game in Nashville. Um, I forget who they play. They play somebody. Um, the first week in the Virginia, season. yes, is it? Yeah, so they'll be they'll be here in Music City. Um, yeah, in the week. so yeah, it, 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 it's just gonna be really nice to see some football that counts and mm -hmm. real, yeah, real football. So, looking forward to. It. Yes, I agree. Uh, now, I think when we get into switching gears again here I don't know that there's really much going on in the in the world of the NBA uh, we do know that in a couple of weeks here they will soon be starting their training camp leaning leading up to the preseason and there's still this cloud over Dame Damian Lillard and and what in the world is going on I just you got Damian Lillard out there you got James Harden that we talked about last week, he's out there with a with a, just a lot going on. But I know those are two of the big name stars that 
I know as we get closer, as we are approaching the training camp period for them, I it's, it's just still kind of unknown because I'll be honest, when it comes to Dame Lillard, I don't know that I would have thought it would have taken this long to, to get to some kind of resolution. But I also can't necessarily uh, say that I'm shocked. I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this Dame Lillard situation? And should he go? Should he stay? Um, to tell you the truth, I haven't paid much attention to Dame Lillard. Um, now, I figure that he's still there because they haven't came up was the right pieces or terms or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm because he just wants them to get the trade. He wants them just to bow down and say, okay, no, you're not going to get, kind of much like James Harden, but ultimately it's kind of like, you're not going to get what you are wanting. And so because more so, especially with Dame, his feeling is like, I've been loyal to you all. So it's basically like, can't you just do me this solid? Take a little bit of a loss and let me go where I want to go, even though you know that you're not going to get everything in return that you're asking for. And I don't know. I mean, I get it from a moral perspective on one hand, but also this is a business that we're running. We're trying to win a championship. And I don't know that I can just give you up for a penny. It really depends on what side of the fence you're on. As Damon, he's like, look, I I, I, I was on his if I was on his side, I can understand what he's saying. If I'm on the team side, I understand what you're saying. And that's just the ugly side of sports. Um, yeah. I'm more fascinated by this James Harden thing because I can't really compare James Harden to Dame, Dame Lillard because one has been a model citizen for his franchise. Yeah. <laughs> has, has shown up. And for one been, franchise, too. Has been clutch in clutch yeah. moments. Just didn't have enough to get over the hump. This Harden dude, man... I, I really tried to really, and I said this last week, I really tried to be, um, defend him, but I, I can't do it no more because his track record, you, you know, a person is going to show you who they are. And it's just obvious that he's just showing his behind. And, you know, it'd be different, like I say, if he showed up um, in the clutch moments in the playoffs and delivered, then he might have a case. But this dude, man, he he's just delirious, delusional, whatever you want to call it. And I'm just I'm just disappointed in him and, and I don't yeah. I, you know, I don't know what he's gonna do because there's not a market for his talents and services. I don't know what he's gonna do. I don't know what he's gonna do. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely all that we can do. Now before um He's going to Saudi. Saudi, that's where he's going. Hell. Saudi, get that money. Get that money. Anywhere but here. Ain't nobody got room for him here. Yeah, I agree. I I definitely think his his days. uh, Because that's one of those things. How do you talk that much? How do you be that bold? Because I. How are you that bold of in in saying what and making a public statement that you have made about the owner of the team that you play for or the president or whatever he is? The GM. And yeah. still the GM, yeah. And still turn around and suit up. <laughs> like this is one of those, you know, like, okay, now I'm gonna be looking at you like real sideways. It's kind of like sometimes, you know, people, much like some some of these when we were talking about the running backs, we was just like, man, no, you know, they, they don't need to give in. But then who was it? Um, the first one that ended up giving in. Saquon. Yeah. Saquon. So it was just like, okay, now come on. Y'all was just forming this union a couple weeks ago and was trying to figure out, you know, solidarity. And then they come, you know, whispering a little something in your ear and it's just like, uh, but you know, but you get it at the end of the day. Sometimes you do have to kind of humble yourself and not humble in a bad way, but sometimes you just got to be able to look because we all know that when emotions are high and logic is low and a lot of times in situations we are, we can lead with emotions and just say a lot of stuff. And once you've had time to calm down, reflect and look at the big picture, you can kind of say, okay, you know what? 
I guess I am gonna have to suck it up and go ahead. So, but with this James Harden situation, I don't think anybody, if he plays for the Sixers, I just don't think that anybody will take him seriously. Like he's already not a, a favorite of many. And I just don't think no one will take him seriously. So yeah, the best bet probably for him is to go on down there to the Mediterranean and let them Saudi people give him whatever it is that he wants. Uh, because at this point, I think it must, it's got to be more so about money. I mean, and whatever your motive, your reason is, I mean, fine. Uh, and, and, and but, but, but to say, but to let, you know, this, this GM that he's supposedly called a liar is the same GM that was with him in Houston. It's mm -hmm. the same GM that's been, like, he's been his ride or die, really. Mm -hmm. He's been adamant about Brought him to Brooklyn. Yes, brought him to, brought him to, um, to, 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 um, yes, traded him to Brooklyn and then got him to, um, Philly. got him to Philly. So, you know, the, the, I don't know how this thing is going to play out, but it's a mess. I, you can't tell me that the 76ers are better without Harden. I don't believe that. Um, even though Harden's been a headache, you dude did lead the NBA in assists last year. He averaged 20 and 10. So, I mean, it ain't too many dudes in the league doing that. So, mm -hmm. he does have some value. I yeah. just think that he's just... He's not self think, he, he thinks that he's still... I, I just think he's more value. Yeah, but you can't go is. back after all this. They yeah. better without, without, <laughs> with, with all this noise that's been made. Yeah. Yeah. And then if, I get, if I say this on this topic, my, my question is, what's his motivation at this point in his career? Um, can y'all hear me clearly? It's, yeah, yeah, it's clear uh -huh. his motivation money. Well, what, it can't be money, man. I mean, he can go to Saudi and make a bunch of money. But at this point in his career, man, he can't be doing that bad by his money. He should be wanting to win something. You would think so. And he's made quite a bit of money from Yeah, he has. Thinking. But, you know, you might connect. And that don't mean that it's, you know, make, you know, that's about it being, you know, scared to be broke. I think he has, but I just... The way that he has responded, I just clearly he cannot be serious about trying to win because you cannot conduct yourself that way, knowing that you got how many ever other GMs looking at you. As, and as and well. I, I just don't know any GM in the league that wants to put up with that. that. Yeah. There you go. This ain't his first road. Like you on Negro, you you done went beyond the three strikes. Your ass been out. So I, I, you know, I don't know. You just can't, you just can't behave that way. And I know a lot of people. And I'm all about, you know, speaking my mind and letting people know certain things. But I also think that when it comes to business, there there is a time and a place. And regardless, sometimes you know, you just have to learn to move in a way to where I think on the outside, at least the public, it can be able to say, you know what? I'm gonna say prime example, you know, Dame, Damian Lillard, because of his reputation of being loyal to the city of Portland. And even even though he hasn't came out now and just been and necessarily made it about him, I don't even know that he's really made any statements. Anything that we've heard about Damian has been more so, you know, from his manager or publicist or whatnot, putting out you know, statements overall in regards. And I and I like for people to kind of move like that, you know, just I'm not getting ready to do a bunch of public back and forth with you. Uh, you know, we're going to have these meetings behind closed doors uh, because I just don't think calling people out usually never works out for the person that you know, made the call. So we'll see. But I just know that if he suits up for Philly, nobody will ever take him, uh, you know, seriously. Now, before we get ready to, to to wrap it up here, we do gotta take a moment to highlight that of the one Shikari Richardson. She raced today and um I think she ran a ten point six five in the hundred meters and has become the fastest woman in the world. And I just think that this has just been such an amazing, you know, story. Of course, I think a lot of, I saw this one comment to where it was saying that, I think it was Plies that, or I think that maybe had made this post talking about how Shakara Rich is an example that like when you get down, everybody turn it back on you. But then when you get come back up, um, you know, everybody wants to be all supportive. And I feel like for the black community, 
know that people like turn their back on her. I also felt like I think a lot of us was just disappointed uh, because it was just like you were in this moment, you everything you know was lined up and then of course you get caught with marijuana in your system and then of course you know we do go on to under we have some compassion and understand like she was dealing with a lot you know the death of her mom and i think a few other things had taken place and so we have understanding and i think people were just more so disappointed and was just like girl you that girl we want to see you you know get back on top so I mean, I, I like, you know, the way that she's been moving and, and, and approaching and trying to make her comeback. So congratulations to her. And I, mean, I agree, I agree I'm, with I'm, your wording on that, uh, Celeste. I agree with your wording on that 100%. Man, when people, you know, when people get your back, when you're going through so something, people come to your back and take up for you. Hey, they are invested in that too. So then when they find out that, you know, you're breaking the rules like that, well, yeah, you are a little disappointed. You know, that's what Paul loves. So I don't feel, you know, some people do get turned their back on, you know, but yeah, yeah I yeah. don't feel she was necessarily uh, had her people turned on. Uh-huh. So, so Celeste, are you saying that she won the finals of the 100 meters today? Uh-huh. Okay, because I caught the um, semifinals yesterday uh-huh. um, because there, I think there were um, some Jamaicans in the uh-huh. final meet as well. The girl with the uh-huh. red hair. So yep. she beat her. Okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. I caught I caught yesterday, and um, Shakari won her heat to get to the finals, which was today. And um, mm-hmm. I was just listening to her talk about you know just overcoming these obstacles. Yeah. She, she had a lot of like um, strong words. Like she was, yeah. She's like you know I'm trying to, you know, I don't know. She I can't re, re reiterate what she said, but she had a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, one of our quotes was, it was just me that was standing in my way. Now I'm with myself. And so, and I think, you know, that just kind of goes to show that she did take a moment to reflect and realize that, hey, look, you know, I'm great at this, you know, and and I got the chance to be on top of the world and I ain't trying to mess this up. So, and I think it's always great to, and I, I think the thing too was, she was young, you know, it wasn't like that she was, you know, 38 years old, still out here trying to compete and making, you know, these silly, uh, you know, mistakes. Because like I said, then hell, at the end of the day, a little weed ain't never really hurt nobody. But, you know, it's it's against the rules and you got to follow the rules. So I'm just glad. So between her and Simone Biles, you know, a few weeks ago, she won in one of the uh, most recent competitions. So she's back out there as well. So I'm just glad then, to see and there's an American uh, sprinter that won the 100 for the men like yesterday. I can't think of his name. He said he also wants to win the 200 and the No allows? Yes. 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 And that, I'm glad you, because that's actually, um, yeah. he, he well, I was going to mention him uh, kind of just a, as a part of my final thought, but I'll mention I actually ran across on Peacock. There is a, a series about him showing his journey from him wanting to become the fastest man in the world and beating Usain mm-hmm. Bolt's uh, record. Mm-hmm. I think right now there's just one, maybe two episodes out. So I added that to my list. So I'll definitely be keeping up with that. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm getting excited about the um, the Olympics, of course, coming back next year. So I think with you know obviously with, with track and field and with gymnastics, I think obviously those are two or some of the two of the biggest competitions that people like to to really get involved in. So, yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to it, to seeing a lot of these young folks. Uh, you that's know, a, that, that's going to be some tough sledding because, um, you know, I often tell people that, you know, I, everybody thinks their era was the greatest, I guess. But, but we have lived through some of the greatest stuff in the history of sports. Uh-huh. When you go with Brady winning seven Super Bowls to Usain Bolt's dominance at the Olympics to Michael, Federer, uh, Michael Jordan, Federer, LeBron. I mean... I was saying um, the Michael the swimmer, Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. Just messy. Like, yeah. we we have seen... Uh, and I'm, I can't even touch on everything. Like, you know... Um, and so it's just, it's gonna be hard for him to touch Usain Bolt. Now, if he does it, okay. Mm-hmm. But you think Bolt's dominance in the Olympics. Yeah. 
was, was dominant. So, so we're going to see. We're going to see. I know because even thinking about the track and field perspective, you know, I even remember Michael Johnson's run. Uh, you know, especially yes. from the, uh, you know, the obviously on the, and the side. Yes. 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 And so yes. it's just great to see. I think track and field is just one of those to where it's just, it's really so amazing to watch. It's just see a human just be that fast, you know, because I get more into the, obviously the, the, the short distance than, you know, the, the long uh, like that. So, but yeah, so, but that no allows is, uh, it's on Peacock. It's a series, I guess a docu-series, uh, that it, I, I feel like it's going to be, and whether, obviously, like you said, whether he gets there or not, he's definitely got a tall task ahead of him, but you know, he's, I like, I like to see people, you know, have a goal and to try to reach that goal. And because I'm sure at some point, somebody is probably going to break Usain Bolt's record, uh, you know, anyway. But hey, at least we can say we witnessed him, you know, Usain Bolt. So on that note, we're going to uh, go ahead and get on up out of here for this week's episode of the Sports Thought Process. And for me, my final thought is... I watched, did I talk about this? I don't think so. The uh, Tyson Fury, his his docuseries on Netflix. No, I don't think so. Yeah, because I think I just watched it over this past week. But yeah, I'll say that, that Tyson Fury, I don't get into, I'm not into boxing like that. I mean, but obviously, if you have some kind of interest in sports, I mean, how can you not have at least heard of the name Tyson Fury, the, you know, the undisputed, undefeated uh, and I guess you can call him undisputed uh, champion but he has a docuseries on Netflix and I like when you see high profile celebrities like that when you kind of really get to see them outside of their professional element I think that's what I was telling you all uh, you know in in the in the group uh, text but it, it was like really good and his wife I really say that she's the real MVP because the deal with six kids and a bipolar ass husband it's just like crazy but uh i think that they it was just fun like i said to watch him in his day-to-day element and the ups and downs and him kind of some people i did see some comments to where people were kind of making jokes because they were saying that i guess before he retired it was i guess a big name person that wanted to fight him and then i guess apparently he decides to retire and then comes out with the talking about his mental health issues that he has now i don't know how true that is because like i said of course i don't follow boxing enough to know but some people just kind of thought it was convenient but nevertheless uh you know definitely check out uh the tyson fury docuseries on netflix as somebody who is not a big boxing fan like that i actually quite enjoy it and i think if you enjoy seeing those kind of celebrities in their everyday elements with their families and things of that nature it was definitely um is, uh, you know, either, is it the same people that did the Johnny Manziel? Or is it a uh, no, no, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Okay. It's a it's a Netflix series, but okay. I don't know. But it's not, you know, like they know this has about five or six episodes. And speaking oh. of that, the uh I didn't I started the the one that came out uh last week that untold, I think the untold series. This one was the one about the um, the illegal use, substances use, and I fell asleep on it, but uh, I'm going to have to go back and finish it. But from what I did see, that actually, it started out pretty good as well. And I think tomorrow we get the, uh, the one about the swamp. So, but yeah, you know, I like to try to keep y'all informed on the latest and the greatest of what you need to watch. So definitely make sure you check that out. Now, what you got, Moses? Has anybody, you know, piggybacking on series and stuff, has anybody watched Hard Knocks at all? No? Mm-hmm. I haven't either. I was just curious to see if anybody I want to. It. I just hadn't gotten around to got, got Okay. Um, so, I have a couple of things. Um, let's see where my notes at. Um, oh, we would be remiss not to mention the Nolensville Little League team. Um, they didn't lose today. They took their first L today, but they're still in it. They lost. Um, it's funny. I I caught it on I caught it on TV and it was zero zero. And as soon as I started watching, 
they got down five nothing. I'm oh like, goodness! And I texted the group like, "Hey man, the Nolansville team is on," and they just got into it. Just the, the girl was pitching, and they had replaced her at first base, and so because um, they do have a, a girl on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know she's pretty good, um, but she's Kelly and the fellas—that's what they call her. Yeah, and so she, she, the bases were loaded, and then they just couldn't get out of the jam, and runs were just scoring, and then she had an error on first, and another run scored. So anyway, they just got their work cut out for them. I think they got to win three straight days in a row to get back to where they need to be. So. But, you know, it was just a setback. But nevertheless, proud of them for making it to the uh, Little League World Series for the third straight year in a row. It's really unheard of. Um, and um, so, yeah. And then gotta, gotta, gotta give a shout out to Messi Mania again. Um, just craziness. Um, I want to say over the weekend, the, the, the Aces beat the Liberty. Uh, you know they played like seems like they played three or four times but they finally beat them again uh, the aces did so uh, but they didn't lose at home uh-huh. to hey see, hey hey why you speaking about that you see my girl now she was about to, she was about to whoop some tail out there who Asia Asia they had the, the bitch they cleared the bitch to try to hold Asia off because that girl pushed the bay out of that game Mm. Oh no, I didn't see that. Oh, Coach man. came I... off the bench. Coach came off the bench. They ain't want to get no tech. Hey, she was about to, she was about to whoop, whoop the tail. Oh wow, no, I missed that. Was that in that same game with the Liberty, or was it a different? Yeah, game? that was that was in the game when uh, they beat the Liberty. The game you're talking about. Okay, but, you know, gotcha. it's just gearing up for a wild finish for them two right there, man. Yes, it, it's only it's. Please, please give us that in the finals. I, we need that. We need that to be the M, the WNBA finals. It's Liberty Aces. That's what we need. And then lastly, you know, there's only one preseason game on tonight. And it happens to be the Washington football team against the Ravens. And I didn't really want to speak on it until after the fact. But I felt like my Washington football team was going to give the Ravens their first loss in 24 24 preseason games. And we're down by eight. Still a lot of time left in the fourth quarter. The game has been good, actually. And you know what, Brian, you're right. You know how I feel about preseason. But I just feel that my team under Eric Bieniemy and just – they look different. I feel like they have a different feel to it. And so, of course, I want to tune in to see what they're working with. And it's a competitive game. It's 28-20. Not to say that Washington can't beat them, which I hope they can somehow find a way to and um, end this 24-game preseason winning streak and uh, so I can so I can uh, get on to Lano. Um, who is a Ravens fan, but anyway, I'm tuning in. I'm going to actually tune in and watch all of it to see what the outcome is. So, there you go. Moses is watching preseason. No. <laughs> and that's all I got. Oh, and then don't forget, um, for, well, we'll just let y'all know, we have our um, <clears throat> NTNA scholarship banquet this Saturday, which <clears throat> is one of the best things that we do all year for um, incoming freshmen in MTSU. Be able to sow a little seed into their college um, career. Um, and so we definitely look forward to it and uh, we'll be giving out three awards this Saturday. So follow us. Well, you can follow us at mtna2006.org uh, for more information about that, if right. you want to hear, got a whole show, hey, whole yeah. a queue that's invested in that. Three of us are members, yeah. and then yeah. we have Jamel that sponsors the tea. He gives us the tea, doggone. The tea man, the tea man, the tea man. For you missed, we did, we did touch on your Georgia Bulldogs, Jamel, while you was offline. We did touch on, we did, we it wasn't shade either. 
it wasn't Shay, but I'm not gonna repeat what we said. <laughs> we did touch on from your Georgia Bulldog. There you go. Positive. Uh, yeah, okay. Here's what I, you know, since we have piggybacked on the, you know, Moses non-excitement for preseason. See, I remember a time when people <laughs> weren't excited for preseason. And when people could give you a ticket, you know, give you a ticket, give their preseason tickets away. So, see, hey, I plead to the public, if there's anybody out there, including my cast members right here, including my few members that got tickets to the game Friday here. Hell, don't anybody that's giving away tickets. Hit your boy up, Brown. Hey, man, I need three tickets to the Patriot game so I can go see them play since they in town. And that's what I need, man. You know, I've been, I've been on the horn trying to get people to give me a ticket. People want to charge me for a ticket. The Warren Buford ain't even going to the game. He about to go out of town for seven, seven, seven days. But he told me, yeah, holler at me tonight so we can talk about money. Forget you, the Warren Buford. I ain't paying you no money for them tickets. You gonna give me a ticket, dog? Go. Preseason. We talking about preseason, bro. I'm with we you. We talking about preseason. You ain't got to call me a preseason. If you they don't want to go, share those tickets with somebody that might want to bring a son out there for the first the time. You know what I'm saying? Bless somebody. There you go. I'm with you, Brown. Well, Brown, Bless you somebody. can get to go. I feel you. But I think tickets was like as cheap as like $20 or something like that just to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you. You know, I'm doing a lot of joking, but I know you get a lot of tickets at the last minute and stuff. Yeah, where do you go to get your tickets? I need to know because I need to get three tickets. Um, you can just go, I put in Titans tickets and then, you know, you can come up on StubHub, Vivid Seats, yeah. Ticketmaster. It just, oh, yeah. uh, depends. We search around and see who end up having the, uh, um, you know, the best, uh, deal. Yes, Only thing I appreciate is, that bone. That's what I'm going to be doing, man. I, you know, I normally don't care. I normally don't care about getting to a preseason game, but hey, Patriots coming to town. It's on a Friday night. That's my off night. You know, I work third shift on the weekend, but I'm off on Friday, so hey, I'm trying to get the family there. And Brown, I'm I am more likely to be able to get two tickets. Three is a little bit is hard. Like I usually get them in pairs. Yeah, so that's where I'm struggling. Like, could I probably run across two? But I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you posted. Yeah, keep me posted. Keep me posted. Maybe there's four. Yeah, because even if you get two, like they said, you know, like you can still get because I was looking right now, like on uh, StubHub. They got tickets as low as $26. Uh, oh, yeah. If you give me two, I'll probably go, we'll pay for that third one because, you know, we ain't going to sit in the stands too long anyway because uh, Brady, hey, Brady, Gregory Brown, hey, have it. we walk around, get some snacks, and then we're going to get on up out of there. <laughs> yeah, and then also, you probably be able to sit wherever you want anyway. Yeah. 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 They ain't going to be yeah. following. Yeah, so tickets. thank you, man. Keep me, keep me, keep me posted on that. Okay. Try to give me two, my homie. Try to give me two. Okay, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, and I just meant to also add that um, there was a, uh, you know, the older, when things happen, you realize that you just can't do the stuff that you used to do. But we're just going to send a, a special shout out to, to the Mrs. Franklin. When I think it was a birthday today or oh, yesterday. Yes. Yeah, so shout yes. out to the Mrs. Franklin, uh, you know, a, a, a fellow Leo who's celebrating. I believe it's today. It's her birthday. It's today. Uh, she's. I know that she's probably the real brains behind the the Franklin Fruit Tea operation. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we know yeah, that. So we just gonna give her, Mrs. Franklin, a shout out. Yeah. Uh, and happy birthday. Uh, you know, shout out. So yeah, and, uh, and um, you know, I think Jamel treated his wife this weekend because they was downtown and they got yes, he did up. So he did right. Jamel yes, did right. At the we concert gonna... last night. I mean, yeah. that's what I was bringing it on because I was, I, I worked part time at Amazon and I had messed around. I, well, see, I got tricked because me and my girl, we was just going down there just to kind of hang out, see what we can see because I wasn't, I'm tired of spending money. And so I wasn't trying to really spend no money. And like online, the tickets to get in at the lawn, for the lawn seats was still like $70 before the extra fees. And I wasn't paying it. So we got down there. She goes to the box office. Well, at the box office, you can get tickets if you was paying cash for $40. 
So it's just like, dang, okay. I love, I'm a SWV girl, tried and true to, you know, for always and forever. So it was just like, okay, fine. So we end up staying. We left probably about halfway through Jodeci's show. By the time I got home and I had to get up and be at Amazon, I was only working on about two and a half hours of sleep. I came home, logged on for work. I answered some emails and probably about an hour into answering them emails, I'm like, no, nah, I got to take me a nap. And so, but yeah, the point, I said all of that to say, in conclusion, don't be going out here hanging out all night when you know you got to get up. Because you know, when you get into your 40s, in your 20s, you know, I feel like we could go out, hang out, come home, take a shower and go on to work like, <laughs> like it was normal. But I feel like in every 10 year increments, the older you get, you just realize that you just can't go out. You like, I feel like you need about like a day to recover. So I'm about to go in here and go to sleep. The last hour. Oh, yeah. Hour, and, and I will echo this too. Uh, after Messi Mania on Saturday, I was no good Sunday. And I had an opportunity to go to that concert. I had to tell my man Beard, I can't do it. I can't <laughs> do it. I'm in recovery. I needed, I needed all of Sunday. I needed it. <laughs> There's no way I could have went out last night and then be at work the next day and be functional. It just, I just couldn't do it, man. So yeah, I had to that say, was a good show, know, though. I will say that. It was I can't do it. So. Jamal, hey, you got anything to close this out? Nah, he that's don't. He crazy. said it's busy. It's a little noise in the background. But he okay. just said, shout out. He said, thank you, Messi. That was his sign of thought. Okay, gotcha. Oh, so. well, Jamal? That was yeah. Jamal's sign of thought? Yeah, he... Oh, okay, well, cool. I was just gonna say, man, you know, hey, with Jamel, when, when you when you get when you get it, uh, your tea up in Franklin and in places like that, you got enough money to treat the wife, man. You got enough money to you know throw <laughs> stuff out there. You know, he big time now. He in the he in the, he in the uh, suburbs. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> he in Franklin, Tennessee. We he in Williamson County. Yeah, Williamson County. He got oh, in Williamson County. Yeah, you know, went up in tax bracket. Yeah, if you went to the county, you done made it. You done made it. Yes, sir. Went yeah. to the county. Yeah, that's what's up. Well, c- congratulations, Jamel. And thank you for the tea this Saturday for our scholarship banquet. Thank you for being yeah, a staunch supporter. We really appreciate you. I'm all about the tea. I want all the tea. Give me the tea. I'm still waiting on my shirt. I'll wear it <laughs> proudly. Give me all the tea. Yes, sir. All right. Man, mm-hmm. Y'all continue to support us. Continue to like. Continue to uh, buy gear. Uh, we got one more week in season three. Then we take a break for Labor Day, and we start season four with the NFL season live. Yeah. Shout out All season. Right, All right. Peace out. Peace. Peace we, out. we made it, Celeste. Celeste, we made it. We made it. All right. <laughs> we made it. Peace. We made it.